Hello and welcome to Brilliant Misfits, talks with women who are the renegades, the creatives, the entrepreneurs, the artists who didn't fit in and how they've turned it around by courageously following the beat of their own heart. We'll be discussing all things creative, mindful and artful to inspire you to do it your way and be brilliant with your host, Asia Kennedy. Hello, everyone, and thank you for being here. This is episode 27 of Brilliant Misfits. I'm your host, Asia Kennedy, and today is unusual because today I'm going to do a solo show and I'm going to talk about creative blocks. But before I do, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in each week. I really appreciate it. I enjoy so much talking to women, highlighting their life stories. And we all have this common thread, these women that I've been interviewing, and that common thread is that at some point in their lives that they didn't feel like they belonged, they didn't quite fit in, it was a struggle, and through those experiences, they came to find out, they became very creative of finding their own way, their own path, and bringing the gifts that they have planted within them, the soul-seeded gifts that we all have planted within us, finding a way to express them in the world that is being true to them and in that way being brilliant. Because whenever we're true to ourselves, really true to ourselves, there is brilliance there. We're each one of us unique and that uniqueness can be celebrated. And that's what I love about the show, celebrating that uniqueness in the women and how they're bringing their gifts into the world and how they're collectively encouraging and inspiring others to do it their way, find their own way, and be brilliant. So today I'm going to talk about creative block. It's something that we have all gone through, and yet when it happens, we sometimes feel like there's something wrong with us. I know I do, and I'm sure you've experienced those times as well. It's the times when nothing works. You're working on your project, you're working on your art, and when I say art, I mean anything that you're making. So you're in the process of making something. That could be a drawing, a painting, a song, uh, a writing. It can be uh, creating an online program. It can be creating a marketing strategy. All these things we're bringing through our creative possibilities and expressing it in a certain way, making something exist that didn't exist before. That's creativity and that's art. So when we're in those places in making our art where we feel like nothing is working, we're totally uninspired and everything that we create seems like crap. And that those times are part of our creative process. But when those times happen, it's easy to forget that it's part of the process. And instead, the doubt starts to creep in. We doubt ourselves. We doubt what we're creating. We judge ourselves. We start hearing all this negative talk. And this is a really essential part of the process. These ebbs, these times when things aren't working out, is an essential part of the creative process. And it happens to everyone. So what I'm referring to is what's been labeled or called creative block. Now, I think block is a strong word. And in reality, I don't believe that anything is really ever a block. I mean, a block to me is something that's immovable, unchangeable. It's just this solid mass of like in the way. But I think that 
creative block is a little different. It, it's more like a signpost. When we get in those places of feeling stuck, we feel the resistance, uh, frustration, I think that in reality, it's a signpost or a stop sign, a signal to us to step away and allow the internal compost of creativity to do its thing. Now, you know, the compost, think about your compost in the garden. It's dark. It needs that darkness. It needs that heat. It needs that time to sort of really percolate. And what happens to the compost? It becomes this incredible nutrient that feeds our garden. So I want you to think of your creative compost as the same thing. It's a time of replenishing. It's a time where we step away and allow those processes to percolate. So when have you ever tried to force something to work? Like you're working on your project and you're really into it, but then it's just not working and you so want it to work. There's this sort of willfulness, willfulness part of us that comes through and we just keep pushing and struggling and trying to make it work. Intellectually, we know that it's not happening, but somehow emotionally we're really hooked in and we can't relax and just trust in this sort of time when things aren't working. We really feel like something's wrong. So I want to address that today and I want to give you some tips and some steps that you can do that you can implement when you're in these times. So I want you to just take a really deep breath right now and then just let it all out. And I want you to start to expand into the perspective that our creative process has ebbs and flows. And yeah, when we're in the flow, we're really, you know, it's so good. It's so great. We don't have any wobblies about being in the flow. You know, we're pumped. We're excited. Everything's just working out great. But when we're in the ebbs, that's when we find it challenging. We, we don't actually think that we're still in the creative process. We think our creativity has died. So I want to share with you some tips and tools that you can use that might help you to go from what we consider creative block, stuckness, resistance, into making a little turn, little shifts here and there, and make it a creative pivot instead. So the first step I want to share with you is to simply be with what is, whatever is happening. That's the first step, is just bringing awareness to the situation and acknowledging how you feel. We're not here to force an outcome. We want to trust the creative process. And in the creative process, we know that there's always ebbs. There's always going to be a winter season. There's always going to be fallow fields. Nothing in nature produces constantly without recharging and replenishing. So in this time, I want you to think of it as like, oh, this is my time to step away and recharge and replenish. So that leads into the second step to do something completely different that you enjoy doing. And enjoy is a really important part of it. You want to do something that draws you to it, like something that you really enjoy. So that can be anything. That can be watching Netflix movie, just hanging back. I mean, how many of us can really take part of the day out of our working, you know, entrepreneurial working schedule and just say, I'm going to watch a movie right now without having the guilt, right? So, but just trust in that. You know, I've, I've done that and I've sat back and watched a few movies because nothing was working. And I pick movies just synchronously 
that actually triggered something in me. And I went back to my project just with so much inspiration and ideas from watching a few movies. So that's possible. But there are millions of other things you can do. You can you know, spend time in nature, go to the beach. Remember, do anything that you really enjoy do- doing that's completely separate from what you've been working on. So you might hang out with friends. You might like to be alone and just go out in the garden and start planting or weeding. Or, you know, you can go to a concert. There's so many things that you can do. Just go to what will really, something that you'll really enjoy and be joyful in it and completely give your creativity that space. It's so vital to the creative process to give ourselves that space away from what we're working on to something totally unrelated. The third thing I'm going to share with you is to start a small daily practice that you can maintain that you can maintain is very important. So for me, I made a commitment to do a little drawing, a doodle, a watercolor, a sketch, and give myself like 10 to 30 minutes a day to do that. Sometimes it's even less, but I I make it a a short enough time that I know that I can do it. It's not going to be a burden. I'm not going to feel like it's another thing on my to-do list, but something that I really enjoy. And what that does is it just helps keep my energy flowing. And amazingly, well, maybe not so amazingly, but what happens often is when you're doing this, you go to these delightfully unexpected places that actually is juicing you up and you start to feel this sort of creative juju again coming through. And the last thing, the fourth thing that I'm going to give you is if you haven't discovered the book by Julia Cameron, The Artist's Way, I'm going to make this part of uh, the four things that you can implement because it's such a great book. It's a great book for whenever you're stuck or blocked or have those negative voices in your head. She has wonderful exercises in there to help move you through that. So I really suggest if you don't have a copy of that book to just have it handy and nearby. I always refer to it. And I'll share just one thing that I find incredibly helpful in that book is the morning pages. It's a simple exercise of writing or journaling every morning, just stream of consciousness. It's not something you're going to go back and read. It's not something you're going to share with anyone. It's just for you. Just write stream of consciousness. Don't edit. Don't judge. Just write, write, write. And do that, if you can, in the morning is the best time to write every day three pages. Now, that is the most amazing practice. And why she put it in there as writing and not drawing or sketching or doing something else is because we can all write without too much, you know, stuff around it. Like if I said, oh, go do a drawing every day, you know, you're like, ah, I can't draw. But writing is something that we can all do. And we're not doing it to write well or, you know, it's just... Uh, an exercise that we can voice what's going on in our head and just get it all out, all out. And it's a beautiful exercise that will really empty you and give your creativity more space. So let me know how you go. And I hope those four steps will help you. I'll put them up on the show notes. And as, as a little reminder, if you want to go back and have a look. And as always, be true to you and be brilliant. Until next week. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Lots of love. Hey, everyone. Thank you once again for listening in. Totally appreciate it. Totally love you being here. If you love the show, if you love listening to women who are sharing their stories so generously and giving us tips and tools to help us on our own path, our own journey to 
being true to ourselves and being brilliant, then do subscribe through iTunes. You can go to my website also, www.asiakennedy.com. You can subscribe there as well under podcasts. And if you want to be a guest on the show, if you have an interesting story, a story that will inspire and encourage other women out there, please do go there and apply to be a guest on the show. And if you're not part of my Facebook group, Brilliant Misfits, you can go there. It's a private group where we share with each other. We inspire and encourage each other to find our creative potential and to really live fully and do it our way, find our own way, be true to who we are and be brilliant at it. So until next week, as always, be true to you and be brilliant. Much love. Bye-bye. Thank you all for being here today. If you enjoyed the episode, please go to iTunes and give it a review and subscribe. And don't forget to join our private Facebook group, Brilliant Misfits, and for more information on living a creative life, www.asiakennedy.com.